love just listen to the rhythm of my heart yes hello and welcome to the game central podcast episode 101 101 101 10 1 gareth do we now reset back to one or can we be 1.1 or 2.1 season two now what is it it's just very confusing what's wrong with 101 because then it's like 102 103 and it just takes up more of the podcast than I would like. You've already taken up way longer than you needed to. You no, because like, obviously one life. up to 99, when we went into double figures, that was a bit much as it was. But now we're 300, uh, not 300, three. It's like three syllables, 100. No, 100 and one. That's four syllables. Five syllables. 100. Oh, 100. And, and one. one. Well done, Don. They just say 101. Okay. Welcome to Game Central uh, uh, Podcast, episode 101. But isn't 101 like uh, information? It's like stuff like, oh, here is the guide to being a dad 101. Yeah. Maybe it's. It's also five in binary, so it might get confusing. Yeah. It's just something you probably need to look into, Gareth. Maybe say it in a different language. Uh, guten Tag. Uh, welcome to Ein Zero Ein podcast. <laughs> Gareth, do we now reset back to one? <laughs> well, what a week it's been. The evenings are getting lighter, the trees are starting to sprout leaves, and the politicians are starting to be revealed for the evil liars they truly are. They are overlords. Yes, David Cameron tries to come across as our friend with his Just Call Me Dave suggestion to adhere him to the common people, which is what our friend Donald, Just Call Me Don, does. Good day, Don. How are you? Hello. I'm uh, good. Very well. You can call Just me call Triple D, Don. though, if you like. Triple D. That's my preferred nickname. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> oh. Thanks. It's also the answer to one of my Mitomo questions. Exactly. Just what now. is the size of your girlfriend's breasts? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying to talk about Matomo. Just there'll probably be a section where you two can talk about it. How much you love it. Uh Gareth doesn't have any real similarities or particular political aspirations, although he has fucked a few pigs in his time. How are you doing, Gareth? I was alright. Uh did it used to really sort of get you going? The fact that Porky Pig never wore any trousers. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, what happened to that lot of Warner Brothers characters like Daffy Duck, Bugs Bunny and those guys? They all ended up in Tesco's lasagnas. Oh, Don, that's really rude to say. But at the same time, you're right, because, you know, they used to be really popular. Daffy Duck, Donald Duck, Tasmanian Devil, uh, Roadrunner, Wile E. Coyote. They used to be sort of, I don't think they were up there with Disney characters, but they were big characters, weren't they? What's up, Doc? <laughs> was one of their faces. But they just seem to have gone. Yeah, I think the people who were, were drawing them and voicing them all just died. Yes. They're Warner Brothers, uh, right? Yeah. yeah. Warner Brothers got bigger fish to fry nowadays. they got Lego games to make. they got fucking Batman v Superman shit. Yeah. They got a lot it's of crap just, there was that whole lot of characters. There was that 
sort of bald little guy that used to go around going, I want to kill a rabbit! Do you remember him? <laughs> Elmer Fudd. Elmer Fudd, That's yeah. That's the one. Uh, there was the chicken, rooster, whatever his name was. Yep. Foghorn, leghorn. <laughs> All these characters just lay dormant. We may have to buy the rights to them, guys, and do it ourselves. Probably get them on eBay. Uh, yeah. I have a friend named Dave. He is a photographer. You may remember he has guest hosted the show a few times. He once let me borrow his camera, and I got told off for leaving David's camera on. <laughs> fuck me. <laughs> fuck. Fuck. Fuck me. Oh, we're uh, looking for a new third host for the Game Central podcast. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, if you've only just joined us, we do better jokes than that. <laughs> also, me, if you've... <laughs> Thank you, Don. <laughs> also, if you have just joined us, you have come at the perfect time as you are here just in time to catch the last of our continuing series of Gareth's Disneyland Adventures. Gareth jets off on Sunday. Hope you don't crash, Gareth. <laughs> Was that genuine? Are no. you flying or training? I'm flying. Yeah. It's not bad, that. Well, we'll go into sort of air statistics and stuff <laughs> to make you feel better. Great. Okay. You want more? More, you say? Oh, look at my bumhole! We have all the news to have spoonful from the intestinal tract of the industry we so love. We have Urban Keith, who will be our guest this week. Who is Urban Keith? We just have to wait and see. Gareth will put some music in somewhere along the line. The aforementioned Disney Gareth adventure will appear. And then we will close the show with the awfully boring name. What have we been playing? Uh, been playing a bit of... Uh, bit of destiny haven't we this week which is quite nice <laughs> bit destiny. oh hi my name's don <laughs> i got mentioned on video gaven dookie hauser had this to say <laughs> but he makes me sick but first before any of that uh let's get ready for the good bit so good is it that it has been nominated for an oscar and it isn't even a film the fact that it fits into no known defined category makes it eligible for any award that you happen to mention. Ladies and gentlemen, please stand as Don presents this week's Hot Goss Ip. Hello. Again, just Hi, yeah, I keep forgetting and just do the hellos every time. Straight into it then. <laughs> so, uh, go on, Don. Yeah, gaming news of a, I was going to say slightly different kind. It is slightly different because it doesn't actually involve video games. It just involves a video games manufacturer. To go back oh. to its roots, in fact, uh, Nintendo branching out, as we know, into the world of mobile games with things such as the fantastic Mitomo, which we're all heavily invested in right now. Love it. They're also going back to their early day roots of things like uh, card games and board games. Pokemon, of course, they've, uh, they've had trading cards there for donkey's years, but they've, uh, they've noticed a big incline in the sales of traditional board games the last couple of years. So they're going to send some of their biggest franchises down that route with some tie-ins with uh, famous brands that already exist. So we're going to end up with uh, some of the some of the following: uh, Super Mario Cluedo, who was uh, who's not 
Princess Peach out over the head with a candlestick in the library. Bowser. That's fair. Probably Bowser. Bowser every game. <laughs> Almost Bowser, definitely going to be Bowser every single game. Yeah, but you would use different things, Don. They won't have a library and a candlestick. All like... right, it'll be a Deku stick in the princess's castle. Fantastic. That's... See? <laughs> See? If only someone had thought this through yeah. a little bit more before... It would have made yeah. more sense. Well, it would have made a little bit more sense. Yeah. Uh, Harvest Moon Monopoly. Yeah. That sounds uh, as exciting as I can possibly make that sound. I've never actually played Monopoly, but I've heard it's Monopoly, when you play the actual rules in the actual rulebook and not the rules that everyone thinks exists. Oh, you're one of those. Fuck yeah. I played this at Christmas at my girlfriend's house. They had a friend of the family. You had a girlfriend? Yep, got a girlfriend. She's got huge boobs. Wow. Did I smash down on the Monopoly ball? (laughs) I would love that. I'm not playing anymore. Right. <laughs> a friend of the family came round, and we all sat around and played Monopoly. And everyone was playing by this kind of set of rules that is generally exactly. kind of accepted by not just them, but I think by most people who play Monopoly. And at what point do you say, "Hang on there a minute"? Well, I haven't played Monopoly. I've not played Monopoly for like 20 years or something. So I got the actual rule sheet out of the box, which blew oh, the dust off yeah. it. And as we were playing, that's a big I, no-no. Yeah, as I was playing, I was kind of reading up on the rules. It's, it's very, oh it's very like God. two-sided sheet of paper. It's really small number of rules, but yeah. surprising how few people really pay attention to yeah. things like you can't. Um, it must have been like a broadsheet paper to you, being so small. Yes, it was. <laughs> Holding them instructions out. But things like you can't just uh, sell a hotel um, and get four houses back. You know, like exchange, you're not, you're not allowed to do that. If you sell a hotel, Don. you go back to having no houses. You have to start again with no no property on there. Don. Instead of exchanging it. Um, you can't um, buy four houses Don. and instantly convert them into a hotel. You have to buy four houses and then go around the board again. Then Don. hotel. Yep. Uh, because you're so small, do you just use yourself as a piece? <laughs> <laughs> and walk around on the board and yep. the houses are like actual house size. I'm, I'm the dwarf, the little dwarf character. Okay. <laughs> That's fantastic. Please carry on with these interesting facts about um, Monopoly. And <laughs> I, it got to the point where I'd wound everyone up so much simply by following the rules that yep. the house guests got absolutely furious with me. Bear in mind, I'd never met her before in my life. She got absolutely furious with me took the rules off me and screwed them up and threw them away and everyone got a bit a bit bit awkward anyway um, Splatoon Kaplunk yeah another fantastic crossover I think you'll agree you'll be pulling the uh, pulling the Kaplunk straw things out and squids will be dropping down into pools of goo actual squid actual little plastic squid that sounds fantastic I want it to be actual squid like you see in uh, the movie Old Boy (laughs) that's octopus but it, it, even Whatever, so, they're the same thing, really. Be, you'd have to play it in an aquarium in that case, and it would be yeah. quite difficult. Yeah, um, but, you know, it needs to be different to sell. Yeah, true. Well, good yeah. luck. Uh, you can pitch that one to Nintendo. Thank you. Uh, Legend of Zelda Game of Life. There we go, yeah. That's self-explanatory. Zelda is itself the Game of Life, so it's a fantastic fit. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Metroid Operation. You have to remove Metroids from a... The body of Samus lying there with lots of holes in it. Is it Zero Suit Samus? It is or... Zero Suit Samus. Well, you can get, there's going to be two editions, I believe. Zero Suit Samus and Traditional Samus. That's good. That's good. <laughs> I, yeah. I've actually been looking up 
zero suit Samus cosplayers. I bet you have. Yeah. We all look up them to me. I look up to them all the time. You I look up them. them. I look right up them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my son. Okay. Oh, that like a party uh, popper thing. If <laughs> <laughs> you've got one of those in your throat, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> if, we, if only we thought to go to um, EGX Res this week, we probably would have seen some pig girls cosplaying. Yeah, but I am all ready to go to the May Comic Con uh, at the XL Centre. So I'll be saving up all of my uh, police cautions until that day. <laughs> I bet you will. Yeah. Uh, finally, perhaps my favourite um, tie in they're going to be doing Super Mario Kart Scale Extra sets. Oh, Those wow. exist. Fantastic. No, they don't. They've got it. No, they don't, Gareth. No, they don't. They should exist. That's why you think they exist, but they do not. Yep. Like Lego Minecraft has just come out. Yep, you would have thought that happened years ago. Yep. Well, we did say that. Don, that's absolutely fantastic. I'm looking uh, forward to any of these things. So, uh, well done, Nintendo. You might actually uh, still be... A... You're not going to make the any more computer consoles after the NX, but uh, no. you'll still be around in entertaining us in your funny little ways don't demean them Don do you remember when we were not invited to the BAFTA Game Awards Mm -hmm. yep and I went to the uh, pre-show that was yeah but no one ever talks to the pre-show yeah no one says oh did you watch Wrestlemania oh no I only watched the pre-show Fantastic. Oh, oh, did you watch... Uh, did you go and watch Early Evans stand-up? Oh, no, I only watched the warm-up act. And I left. Uh, Fallout 4, but well done. It's good you went. <laughs> Positive reinforcement. Yes, that's a what we call a criticism sandwich. Now I'm going to say something that is... Or is it too good and one bad, or one bad, too good? That's the same thing. Fallout 4 is named best game at the BAFTA ceremony, which is really nice. Um, it's a bit strange because this, this was one that came out earlier in the year, last year, not this year. Um, so it was kind of forgotten about. Not, No, I wouldn't say forgotten about, but it wasn't as fresh in people's minds as a, like a Fallout Metal Gear Solid when everyone was coming up with their game of the year lists. But I'm sure if it was released a little later in the year, Gareth, as you probably haven't even played it yet, uh, it probably would have been a lot closer in some people's minds, I, at the time it came about. I think you may have had a Freudian slip. That's what she said. Why, what was the Freudian slip? You said, uh, basically Fallout 4 was named best game. And I think you think it was The Witcher 3. Fallout 4 is named best <laughs> game at... Um, why is there a picture of Witcher 3 then? <laughs> I can't read. I just go by the pictures. <laughs> sorry, mate. I mean, well, I'm not sorry because I didn't write this article. But they they should be sorry. Right. So, anyway, it should have won Game of the Year, but it didn't. No, it shouldn't have because I like Fallout 4. Oh, <laughs> shut up. Oh, my God. Right. What uh, is going on? The Witcher 3 Wild Cunt didn't win. Uh, everybody's gone to the Rapture. Uh, Life is Strange, Metal Gear Solid Fire, The Phantom Pain, and Rocket Need. What a bloody self-satisfying list that is. You've got the little indie game there, 
you got the little online game, you got the one that's sort of an indie game, you got the one that isn't as appreciated by everyone. It's almost as if they've tried to fit all of the nominations within those little clearly defined categories that we have in our little gaming worlds, isn't it? Yeah. These guys must know what they're talking about because, look, they've got Life is Strange in there. Life is Strange is good. It's a good game, isn't it? But not a lot of people played it. Oh, look, they've got Rocket League. Oh, that's a little bit of an indie here, isn't it? They must know what they're talking about. Oh, everyone's gone to the Rapture again. Well done. Brilliant storytelling. It's more like a, you know, a cinematic masterpiece. Then you've got Metal Gear Solid Five, The Phantom Pain, uh, which was a big hit that we all liked, and obviously The Witcher 3, which is brilliant. They obviously know what they're doing. Uh, HTC Vive uh, and Oculus Rift experience problems for filling pre-orders. Tell us about it, Don. Uh, that uh, they didn't make enough. Oh, I read it as uh, they're not they're not selling enough. Also, that no, yeah, <laughs> they sold too many basically. <laughs> oh my what, god! I... What yeah, they were doing, they had a launch window, right? So, um, Oculus came out was it the twenty eighth of March? Um, I keep forgetting it's actually out now. You can actually own one. <laughs> yeah, no. it it still seems like something that's never actually going to come out. Um, and it's then really the Vive weird. came out uh, end of last week, or was it? No, just a few days ago, even. Um, it's like the future's here already, and we're just too old to notice it happening. It is, uh, but the problem is, so they pre-ordered a shitload of Oculuses, but they can't make them fast enough. Oculi. Oh, oh fuck. Uh, <laughs> so there are some people who got it on launch, but most people are just going to get theirs as and when they're made. So, like they're taking them ex- right from being made. Packing them up and just send them out to people. That's fantastic. Yeah, and Vive doing the exact same thing. No one's learning any lessons for anyone else. No. People are fucking weird. I don't understand why everyone's buying them. I mean, everyone knows brand new technology, Gen 1, is always terrible. I mean, yeah, but you, you, need wait, those for, people, you wait for revision 2. Yeah, but it, when it costs this much money... There know? will always be those early adopters with yeah. anything. But not this many. That It just seems... I just, and there's so many different formats. It's... You know, yeah, ridiculous. People are idiots. They are. That's all I have to say. That is. Uh, Bioshock Collection appears on a US racing board. Uh, is this something that we really want to go into again? Nope. Nope, it's not, is it? You know, it's just they... confirmed now, pretty much. It's confirmed, but the thing is, Gareth, as good as Bioshock was, they're very much games of their time, and I don't think that they would be as fun to play now, knowing what we know of the series and having experienced it and been there at the time. I mean, it's not the classic gameplay that will keep you coming back, is it? I don't know. I played Infinite like a year ago, and every now and then, I'd say every three or four weeks, I'll get a bit of a hankering to play it again. It feels really nice to shoot people and throw lightning traps on the ground. Yeah, Um, but that's Bioshock Infinite. I'm talking about sort of the more sort of linear if you can if you can use that expression for Bioshock 1 Bioshock 2 was never really that impressive to begin with it was always seen as the dark sheep of the family can you say that now dark sheep black sheep black sheep can you say that either <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah you can you can that's yeah. okay black's a colour yeah of the sheep it's and like black sheep, sheep are rarer than white sheep hence the same Don, now you're making it an issue you're trying to now justify. <laughs> did did any of us like the original Bioshock? By the way, I haven't played the original Bioshock. Mm, I've only played I've only played Infinite. 
Yeah, I played the original Bioshock. Like I say, I was very impressed by it at the time. I played but, like an hour of it and hated it. Yeah, it wasn't the gameplay. It wasn't anything like that. It was more the architecture and the game's design that I liked. Um, so, like I say, I won't be going out there to to get this straight away. And I doubt I'd ever, I'll ever really play it anyway. Uh, like you say, Gareth, it's, it's not the most welcoming of games. And if you didn't like it first time around, it's very likely that you like it even less now, seeming as it's going to have sort of old-fashioned... I mean, the first-person shooting mechanics were never the best part of the game anyway. No, definitely not. So I can't see anyone going back to that. Um, you, you will be playing Gears of War 4 this year. Yeah, that Which done. is absolutely beautiful. You'll be playing Gears of War 4 this year, Don. Hey, Don, I can't. You will. I will, because I'll definitely be getting an Xbox One. Yeah. Of course I will. Why wouldn't I? Um, so Gears of War October 11th Xbox One what do we think there hasn't been much shown of it to be honest and no. the pictures that have been shown and stuff seem pretty uninspiring to be to same, be fair it's the same game it's just, it's just the same it's the game we've played before just again uh, I, uh, I got I just got I, I played through the first game I thought it was okay never killed the actual final boss because it was just ridiculous yeah just uh so Ram. annoying. Yeah, Ram, Ram, Ram. It's some weird Ram. word, but I mean, I got him down to like almost no health, and then died after doing it like fifteen times. And I like, oh, can I be bothered to keep doing it? And then I looked up a method online of basically just going yeah, to a certain area and trying to spam him really quickly yeah, with a certain Destiny. weapon. <laughs> and um, oh, I just thought, why bother? So I didn't bother killing him. And he's still there at the end of his little train carriage. So you never wait. played two or three either? Never played two or three either. Oh, two's very, very good. Yeah, oh. they're, they're a good series of games, to be honest. I think they're quite storytelling, same <laughs> as, I know some people may not agree, but the Call of Duty Modern Warfare series, hmm. we're talking Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare 2, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3, they were good games. <laughs> Cinematic. Cinematic. Gears of War 1, 2 and 3, are very good single-player experiences that are kind of sometimes pushed aside when people talk about Gears of War for the multiplayer element. Yeah. So, you know, that's that's what a lot of people come into Gears of War for. I've got a friend that plays Gears of War, bought Gears of War Enhanced Edition as soon as it came out, or is it Definitive Edition? Mm-hmm. Is it Game of the Year Edition? Mm-hmm. I've got it down on the floor. Pay £10 for it from Smythe's. <laughs> so I'll be giving you my uh, little views of that later. But yeah, you'll get people that buy the game again just to play that online component. I remember playing it. It was probably one of the first games I played online, actually. My friend had a HD TV as well. Just amazing. Uh, but obviously it didn't last. The Last of Us is in development hell. And that's the movie, Gareth, not the game. No. <laughs> you, like, you know about movies. Why is it in hell? Uh, it's... It's, it's a, this often happens with video game films where yeah. they'll get a director and then a writer and then before they can get Hell. like a producer the the writer will drop out and then they'll find yeah. another writer and then the director will move on to something else because they've not had a writer for a while and it just uh, yeah. yeah I'm surprised this didn't happen with the Assassin's Creed movie that thing's coming out like next year yes with Benedict Cumberbatch no, no. or one of them lot who is it? 
Oh, why's, where's my brain gone? It's the guy who plays Magneto. Michael. Pontius McPontus. Ian McKellen. No. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> oh, that would be good, actually. Fassbender. Michael Fassbender. Yeah, yeah uh, you know, uh, I, I would say, Gareth, there's just as many cancel game movies as there are game movies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Division's new update makes it more like Destiny. <laughs> oh, Don, how do you feel about this? Come on, are you Fucking... spamming missions yet? No, it's so ridiculous what they're about to do on Tuesday when they make this update. Basically, they're changing... Uh, fuck me they're changing the bloody the way the material system works what they've said is they don't like the fact that people uh there's four different types of material there's weapon parts there's fabric there's tools and there's electronics and you use them uh to craft you get blueprints as well and you lose them to then craft certain weapons and you'll get you'll get a kind of random roll of the perks on them and they can be between two set kind of power levels and it's just pure luck whether you get one that's the, the highest level and what perks you get uh, but you use your materials to craft those guns and you can do it for as many times as you like with as much materials as you gather by oh, playing the game. Yeah. Which seems fair enough. You also get drops from killing named enemies, the elites and stuff like that, as you do. But they've basically changed it. So as of Tuesday, it now will take 15 uh, specialised uh, material parts to make one high-end special part. No way. And 10 high-end special parts yeah, <laughs> yeah. to make one... Um, Dark Zone part, which is just insane when it used to be just five pieces. Yeah. Um, and they're also changing it so that uh, the bosses now will drop a specific high-end gun when you kill them. So it is literally becoming Destiny in that you will basically now, instead of using the, weapon, the parts to craft stuff, which is quite interesting, gives you something to do with those materials, it gives you a chance to make lots of different types, to focus on making the perfect type of weapon for you and then customising it by getting the perfect scope, the perfect muzzle and all the rest of it. Just going to end um, up with loads of random parts. Now you're just going to keep on having to use RNG to keep on killing the same boss because you go, right, that boss gets the weapon that I particularly want because that's what I like to play with. I'm going to have to keep killing this one boss over and over and over and over again every yeah. week until I get the kind of type of stuff but I that. Is that what you lot like? No, I mean... It's... Yeah, at what point are you going to tell us how uh, the division plays though? Yeah, hilarious. The, um, <laughs> the thing is, with, doesn't matter how it plays. With Destiny, the material thing doesn't. The crafting thing is incredibly. It's like basically non-existent. It doesn't work that way. So, um, it doesn't. You know, the RNG thing is, is better. You know, the strikes are more interesting than just doing the, the missions in the division because they are really samey. All the bosses are the same. All the locations, whilst they do look brilliant are still Thank just you. all in New York City. So all the oh, it's all just city locations. Well, do you want it to be Barbados? It, that would be a nice change. At least yeah. in Destiny, you've got five different planet locations and the Dreadnought and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, there's no real kind of perk rolling system. You can re-roll certain so things. So why are you playing it? Do you think this update will put you off? This update is going to make it worse for players who are joining the game or who haven't already reached the end game and have benefited from the current system. Because um, it also means that players who've already been uh, playing it for a while, who reached level 30, who've been in the dark zone for a while, yeah. they're going to have built up a shitload of material, already converted it to high-end stuff at a lower cost, um, and be running around with the weapon that, of their weapon of choice. You're going to have a harder time now getting there, and at the same time, getting killed by people who've got brilliant fucking weapons. Isn't that just like life? 
<laughs> with like new governments coming in and sort of changing the benefit system and <laughs> stuff like that. Yes, and they always change it for the fucking worse. They do. Well, you can vote by not playing it. Yep, that may well happen. Vote with your feet. Is that a saying? Vote with your fingers. Yep. Uh, Legendary Mega Drive game Gunstar Hero hits Xbox One. Uh, I hope you didn't break it. (laughs) Another one of my jokes there. Uh, It was on the Xbox 360, but now it's uh, backwards compatible. Does anyone care? Gunstar Heroes is a classic. Yeah, it's a classic, but is it going to make you rush out and buy an Xbox One? No. No. Nothing, it's not, is it? nothing would make me buy an Xbox One short of a new Smash Bros. coming out on it. <laughs> Probably will, yeah. Even though you didn't really like the, the latest <laughs> yeah. one that much. And then you won't even like it. Yeah, except I've played so much of the new Smash Bros. and bought all the DLC for it. That That's you now realise it's actually brilliant. No, I acknowledge no. it has faults, but not every game can be perfect. What was that? That was terrifying. It was like a horn from Mordor being blown. I don't know that if was, else uh, That was a car going past my uh, window. Wow. Uh, it sounded like a hoverboard. Uh, have you seen those little <laughs> fucking stupid things people going around? They're not hoverboards. They're not, again, they're not hoverboards, yep. They could be. They have no. wheels. Yeah, but how do you know that they're touching the floor? They're wheel, they're wheel boards. That's what they are. They're called wheel boards. They're boards with wheels. You tilt them, you go forward. That's it. They're not Thank hovering. you. Uh, someone leveled to 100 in Warcraft using a dance mat. Now, this probably <laughs> should have been for our often forgotten section. Oh, what a sad beep. Yep, it should have been. Yep. Why isn't it in that section? So, Gareth, how did you do it? Because <laughs> <laughs> you often pretend you don't play Minecraft. I play Minecraft. This is World of Warcraft. Oh, for fuck's sake. Sorry, I've left my cooker on. Because... I don't know how the heating works. And I've left it on. I've just realised that it's really hot. <laughs> so let me just go and turn it off. Gareth, talk about Warcraft. World of Warcraft. Uh, this guy oh. beat uh, World of Warcraft. Well, not beat. He got to level 100. He's an only dance mat. His name is Rudism on Twitch. So obviously you want to follow him. Because he sounds like <laughs> he's having a lot of fun over there. Um, what a guy. And it only took him five days, 11 hours and 48 minutes. By five days, you mean five times 24 hours, don't you? Yes, I do. Yes. Yeah, you do. Um, Fuck it, man. So that's cool. Uh, (laughs) Next up, Rudism had decided to play Heroes of the Storm with a guitar controller, uh, which is not cool because that's a team game, so he's actually ruining it for the rest of his team by doing that. (laughs) <laughs> um, and then he'll be playing Undertale with a dance pad so Undertale? Cool. Yeah That's quite good isn't it Maybe you could play League of Legends You probably can't be any worse than you already are I'm Silver Silver's <laughs> Oh well done Not the worst It's not bronze And Don maybe <laughs> you could get your girlfriend to play it with a dance mat Whilst playing The Division I'll give Just that a oil go. her up, <clears throat> crisp and dry. Yeah, we'll crisp see that. and dry all over that. Put her on a dance mat. Konami bish, Konami dance dance central. 
do that, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. That was the news this week. It was a, it was a lovely news. I don't know if you liked it, Gareth. It was fine. Yeah, I quite liked it. Um, it's not really up to us to come up with good news. It's up to games to have good news or not. Yeah, well done, games this week. You've done all right. It wasn't the best news, but you know we're coming up to that E3 season, and boy, is it going to be a big one. So until next week, we'll see you then. <laughs> Hello everybody and welcome to this week's video game music segment. The news is over, we've still yet to talk about what we've been playing, this little bit snuggled in the middle where we just enjoy games for what they are and that's amazing pieces of art with incredible music. Um, this week's soundtrack is uh, from a game called Enter the Gungeon, which came out this past week. I believe it's on uh, PS4, Steam, maybe on um, other places as well, but I'm too lazy to check because I go to Disneyland tomorrow and i got shit to do. Um, it's an incredible soundtrack done by a guy called Dose One. He's done quite a lot of uh, bits of music all over the internet for various podcasts and uh, little games and stuff. Um, and this soundtrack is fucking awesome it it's almost cacophonous at times with just the sheer amount of noise going on but it's all amazing uh the game itself enter the gungeon is a uh, twin stick roguelike uh it looks really fun it's got an amazing art style it's uh, very pixely but the pixel art is really detailed it's pretty awesome i suggest you uh look it up if you have a steam account or you're on a playstation so this is from enter the gungeon the soundtrack is by Dose One, and this track is called Enter the Gun.
So Gareth, it's finally here. This is the last podcast before you take yourself off to Disneyland. Are you excited? Yeah, very. Uh, just to let you know, because you're going to be taking the old plane, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the safest place to sit on a ch- on an aircraft, judging by people that have survived crashes, is the middle seats in the rear of an aircraft. Historically, have the highest survival rate. Because you definitely will crash. Yeah, Diana has found that the seats in the back third of the aircraft had a 32% fatality rate compared with 39% in the middle and 38% in the back. Wow. Okay, so make sure you do that uh, so you can hopefully get out alive and carry on the podcast with us because we would miss you. It wouldn't be the same, to be honest. No one would be able to edit it. No one would be able to record it. So it'd just be me and Don <laughs> here. Um your odds of being killed in a single flight are 1 in 29.4 million. But you are particularly unlucky, so you could probably half that. <laughs> and there are two of you. Uh, number of fatalities per million flight hours. This is a lot of time. This is longer than Don's played Destiny. 12 and a quarter, so that's a quarter of a person at the end. Oh. Survival rate of passengers on a fatal crash, 24%. That's not bad. Fatalities by phase of flight. I don't know what that means. So there you go, Gareth. Still interested in going? Hasn't deterred you? I thought for sure you were just going to talk about that dead body that turned up at one in this past week. <laughs> oh my God, tell me about this. An engineer was working on one of the rides and they just found his dead body. Someone was like, where's the engineer gone? And they looked around for him and found a corpse. And they're like, oh, shit. Yeah, it's a dangerous place, Gareth. You know, we all laugh and joke. And we, you know, we, yeah, we laugh and make light heart of it. But it can be dangerous, like anywhere. Yeah, so you've got to be on your guard. It's basically a thrill-seeking holiday. You know people go, like, to safari. That danger yeah. of, like, a, a tiger eating your face off. Same yeah. thing, same thing. Exactly. And, you know, it's made. The guy that built it actually has his head... <clears throat> cryogenically frozen oh, that's that's a risk it, imagine if that happened to you by accident at Disneyland yeah Ooh. exactly well you, anyway Gareth can I, sorry, can I say something on the subject of planes oh, and plane crashes yeah 
Good. Do you remember at school being shown a video of them testing a plane with a new kind of fuel in it? Was this was... the first ever plane, Don? You <laughs> no. Know, the Wright, was it the Wright Brothers or whatever? No. They said, hey, Don, have a look at this. This is jolly good. <laughs> it was all in black and white. This is air travel. This is going to revolutionise the way we travel across the world. Now get the cane, boy. After that, yeah. basically they were crashed at a 747 full of this new fuel that was basically a gel instead of a liquid because they discovered that the biggest killer when the plane crashes is the explosion from all the fuel inside. Yeah. But this gel kind of stuff... Hair gel. Uh, um, or whatever it was, was gel foam? I think it was a gel. Basically, it because of it's not a liquid, it doesn't spurt everywhere and then explode. Yeah. Um, so it's a hell of a lot safer. So they did this crash where they have a big test strip in the desert with a load of kind of spikes lined up so that the plane, as it comes in to be kind of remote control crashed, uh, it's supposed to hit all these spikes, piercing the wings and the engines so that all the fuel leaks out to try and make it explode as much as possible. But the person doing the remote control bit didn't get it to land or crash rather perfectly straight into these um, spikes. They only kind of got one of the wings onto it. Um, So they said the experiment was a failure and they weren't going to bother continuing with that testing of this fuel, which could potentially have saved everybody's life on a plane that crashes. Yeah. Yeah. And bear in mind that the plane did still crash. The one side of the airplane, the wing, completely destroyed itself and would have exploded if it had normal fuel in it, but did not explode at all. Um, but the aircraft industry decided it was going to be too costly and yeah. just sacked it off right then and there. So, then, you know, there's only 12 people killed per million hours. <laughs> well, that's true, but you just you still think that's 12 people per million who'd probably rather be alive than dead i'm sure if you did survey them they'd probably say that but you know that poor guy the one that was given the task of flying remotely that plane yeah it's this sort of guy whitlock type character <laughs> it's just a, a disaster after disaster so thank you for that uh don so when you get on the plane on sunday gareth please ensure that it's running with gel I'll ask. <laughs> Does this plane run in on, on gel, love? <laughs> I'm not getting on it. Unless it's <laughs> Uh, my girlfriend is actually looking after her dad's dog, which isn't a euphemism. Um, the the light is fading quite rapidly. I now must face the prospect of sleeping alone, which is something that I don't like doing, unlike Gareth. Um, so I hope to be playing a few games tonight to ward off the feeling of isolation and loneliness. And the game that I was looking at playing was infamous. Oh, sorry, I thought we were going to do a 
Right, let's 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 look at me timely because you two <laughs> seem to think that there's some underlying genius that you're trying to find with this game, whereas I've kind of got its number already. Like I know its limitations, I know what it's trying to do, and I've seen it all. It's it's nice though. It's fun. It's, 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 it's a bit weird. It's, it's a bit mental. What it is is it's just a a, a cut down Facebook. App. <clears throat> yeah, it's a social messenger kind of thing, but done in a Nintendo style, which means it's a bit mental. Yeah, and apps. I can go round as a me with futuristic headwear and a, one of those medallion necklace things and practically nothing else. Yeah, yeah, but you could post a picture of yourself like that on Facebook. <laughs> but I wouldn't. You could. It's not funny if I do that. If it I... would be. <laughs> do it and we'll find out. <laughs> It might be, but there's yeah. a very slim chance of me actually wanting to appear yeah, like I know a... what you mean. There's something absurd about being naughty in a Nintendo game, and that's what I enjoyed at, at the beginning. I genuinely thought it was going to bleep out all the naughty words. Yeah, so did I. But yeah. then the first time your character says, like, fuck, in a really yeah. ha- happy nintendo voice, it all clicks that, into place. That's the future. That's what they need to start doing. You know, Link needs to say, oh, fuck off. Mario needs to say, yo, bitch, shit your fuck off. And all that. Oopsie-daisy, we actually lost a bit of audio here. Um, we do talk about Mitomo later on a bit, so don't worry if you've been enjoying Mitomo. If you hate Mitomo, uh, but you've still been playing quite a lot of it. Uh, we lost audio, uh, but it does pick back up with the rest of what Rob's been playing now. And Fallout 4, you know... Uh, Fallout 4, it was a game that I'd stopped playing for, I think, about three weeks because I lent it to a Canadian person I know uh, um, at work. And basically what happened is he was supposed to give it to me in the last day of term so I could enjoy it for the two weeks of Easter holiday, but he forgot it. Um, so I basically had to buy it again to actually enjoy the game. Uh, you know, I know why it's game of the year because it's fantastic, it's a beautiful game. Um, and I haven't even done really any of the missions. I thought to myself, you know what, I'm going to look at this whole base building shenanigans. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at first I thought, oh, this is quite... But I'm so proud of my little camp that I've made now, you know, that I don't really want to go off and make any more. Uh, I don't really see the point. I've tried finding out what, what I would benefit from having numerous settlements, but at the moment, I've got two that are in quite close proximity to each other. Um, is it good to have multiple ones done? No. Unless no. you want to spend your whole life looking after them. Because that's what I'm saying. Which I don't. It's, no, you don't want to. No. And I, I, I like my settlements as they are. You know, I've got nice sort of wind turbine. I've got paintings. I built a house on top of a house. Because I like to look at everyone and what they're doing. You know, I've got 12 uh, settlers. Um, I've, I've assigned them all jobs. But the problem is, it, it doesn't really feel like it's doing anything. I don't know if it's because I'm simple and I haven't read into it properly. But it really feels like it's not having much of an effect on the game. Am I right in thinking that? Well, mm. first of all, let me say, there's clearly a dog crying right next to you, Rob. Which is pretty weird. Dexter, shut up. Uh, He's just snoring. He's really loud at snoring, Gareth. Sorry. And then the second thing I want to say is, I have also been playing Fallout 4 this week. 
Yeah. And I've also been getting into the base building. Yeah, because I don't really want to find the boy because I don't want it to come to an end. Because the problem <laughs> I have with the Witcher and everything like that is as soon as I've done the main quest for Fred, I just think, what is my place in the world? I don't want to just go around mopping up all these side quests. Like, the world's done. I like to think that my son's still out there and he's still crying for me. And that's sinister. It's not sinister. It's a normal thing to do. And I like to think that, you know, the big story is yet to be settled and, you know, there's still someone out there. So while I'm sort of hanging nice pictures on my wall and <laughs> cooking rat meat, um, my son's out there wondering where I am. When you... The bit where you find your son is, like, where the game actually starts, mate. Like, well, crazy shit happens work. after that. You've seen... You've not seen the best stuff in the game yet. Shut up, Gareth. Mate, you... Oh, mate. So much awesome stuff happens after you find... It better, it better not just up. say, oh... Do, 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 Dave was reunited with his son. His son grew up to be a lab technician and died at the age of 63. <laughs> that one of those freeze frame things that they did for Mass Effect. And then it says, oh, you've completed the main game. Now you may wish to complete any side missions that you did not complete while you're playing the main game. Completing the side missions is more rewarding than you think it is, though. Yeah, I've done quite a lot of them, and I do enjoy them, Gareth. You get but what cool I'm saying weapons, is... you get new companions... If I find my son, I'll just lose all motivation. Being a father myself, you know. <laughs> when he's lost, <laughs> it does spur me on to be a better father. You know, if I lose him in a shopping centre or a park or whatever. I can you know, imagine. It, it gives you something to aim for. Yeah, that does sound... Uh, but do you feel that you're sort of, you're quite proud of your settlements, Gareth? But you do think... What what is it trying to say? What what's the message? What what am I doing here? I don't know. So my uh, you know Sanctuary Hills, the first settlement you get is like the main, the main yeah. one. It's in the very top left of the map. You can always really easily find it on the map. Um, yeah, that's the one I've done as well. The one with the uh, the um, the guy. What's his name? Preston Lang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The Do you guy like who's him? the head of the Minutemen. No, he's really annoying. And, and no. Like... Oh, I wonder why that is done. <laughs> no, no, what is it about him that you don't like? He's really annoying. He's always like, hey, do you want to go rescue this settlement from raiders? It's like, yeah. no. Because I've already done six of these, and I'm now starting to clock on that every time you give me a quest, it's the same fucking thing, Preston. So I'm going to yeah. ignore you now. And he but... takes a little bit of a liking to you, doesn't he? Does he? Has he taken a liking to you yet? No. He starts trying to gay me off. Oh, well, that's because mine's a woman. Maybe... Ah, isn't this weird? Uh, (laughs) But yeah, I tore down all the houses in that area. I built like a big... um, I don't know what you call it. It's like a massive shack with just a shitload of beds in it. Um, (laughs) It's a dirty sex dungeon. (laughs) Maybe. Uh, And then I've got like... The area in front of the main house, I've just sort of put a massive metal roof over. So it's like... A big enclosure with a shitload of lights, and I've got some stalls in there. It's like it's almost like a little indoor market. I was going to say that, um, except absolutely full to the brim with power armors. I've got like yeah. twenty power armors all crammed into like a small space because I was going to make a place to put them all, but I've run out of room. It won't yeah. let me put any more 
buildings in this area because I've already built. If you've been playing on the PlayStation, uh, the uh, PC, you've got access to numerous patches and stuff. Yeah, but the, the mods aren't official yet, and I don't want to fuck shit up by mm, modding it improperly. Um, I get what you're saying. So I've got my main base, and I really like my main base. But now I've started finding uh, other places to build up because I did the DLC and I completed it. And I was thinking, like, right, okay, that's it from the DLC. I won't play Fallout 4 for like another month now. Yeah. But then I couldn't stop. I just couldn't put it down. I had yeah, to. Yeah, you get keep into playing. the world, don't you? It's really weird. Yeah. Doesn't matter how long you've been away, you just get enveloped. Yeah. So I, the uh, the DLC forces you to take on a new companion. So I put them back, and I was like, you know what? I've not adventured with Piper for a few months. I'll do that, and then hey. we started going around. Then I found a new settlement, and I was like, well. This new settlement's pretty cool. It's like isolated on its own little island. And I was like, this, I could see myself building this place up. Uh, and then yeah. three hours later, I'd cleared the entire place out and <clears throat> chopped all the trees down. I started adding power lines and making sure all the little buildings are going to get their own light fixtures. Yeah. And uh, I feel like scum. Because that? when this game was coming out, and they showed all these features. I said, "That's something I'll never do. That's a waste of time." Yeah, same here. And it, only a chump would waste their time with this shit when there's a quest yeah. to do. But I, they've got me. I want to make yeah. everything look really nice. I want people to move in. I want this guy cultivating the crops. I want this person on defense duty. I'm going to give them a good gun, and then I'm making because the DLC lets you build robots. So I'm building robots to patrol the bases. Make and sure no one escapes. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm pretty caught up in it. Yeah, no, no, I, I really enjoy it, and um, you know, it, it's like a work in progress where you run out of supplies and you have to go off and start foraging for more. And then, um, <clears throat> but one of the things that I, I don't, I didn't really understand in the beginning was how all the electrical appliances work, so sort of wiring up things from one place to another. Yeah. But, you know, I got into that. And I think it's rewarding when you sort of put um, circuits and use circuitry to light areas. And, you know, whilst it's not scientific, you know, it, it's still quite good and you have to think about what you're doing. Yeah, I think that might be the point where it turned for me, actually, because I made this big roof and, like, made my little indoor market area. And I was like, well, I want to yeah. put lights in. And I had to figure out, like, okay, so I can build a pylon to... But then I need to build a thing to put the electricity onto the wall. Then it only lights some of the wall. So I need to make a couple of these yeah. and wire them all up. And then all the lights turn on and everything's nice and pretty. And you're like, oh, I, I did that. 25 minutes yeah. of my life. But I got like, this all like a real man. It looks all, yeah, it looks all professional. And if I'm like walking up to my settlement from a distance, I can see all the lights. So it's like a yeah. beacon on the hill. And it's like, oh, I did that. I think that. it just... It just really goes to our base instincts as men and building things and foraging, which I think is quite good. Did you uh, go back to Fallout, uh, Don, or have you just been doing online stupidity? Uh, it's mostly been online stupidity. I've not been uh, back to Fallout That's for a little bit. Really upsetting, that is. I mean, it just shows that we're <clears throat> totally different gamers in that. Well, no, because you know. I do enjoy Fallout 4 when I'm playing it, but I've had other things to, to play, and whilst I've got people playing... The, the online games because the people I play with they they pick stuff up for a little while they'll finish yeah, like, a bit guys, and, they, and they, so yeah and then yeah. once they're done with it they won't go back and, and I was like well, I, I need to, to play Rocket League. <clears throat> Fucking oh, Rocket League. Oh, I need to go and stretch my arms out. Fucking Rocket League. <laughs> Fucking, what a knob. 
But that's the problem, though, isn't it? When you sort of hang around with people like that, yeah. these sort of people that just come for now and when the game's released and then they jump onto the next thing. Yep. <clears throat> that's what it's all about, whereas you want that longevity. Um, also, I've been playing uh, Gears of War uh, Enhanced Edition uh, re- Remastered, the Game of the Year Edition. Uh, it's Does just it really basically... have those three subtitles? <laughs> no, it doesn't. Okay. I just forget which one it is. Um, I tell you what, it was quite emotional actually. Uh, it was only ten pounds. So I thought, why not ten pound? Bring back memories. And I opened the box, and it had the same exact stickers in it that the original uh, Gears of War had. Uh, it's one of the cog symbols with a skull in the middle, and then the writing Gears of War. And it was one of the first stickers I ever put on my Xbox 360. And I put the same sticker on my Xbox One. Wow. And it totally blows me away every time I look at it. Um, it just brings me back to that. And it was that little bit of nostalgia that made me think, that's really nice. And playing the game now, it's really strange to see just how well it does hold up. We talk about Bioshock and things like that, where the shooting wasn't really the main part of it. But you can see how it changed the way we play games, and especially third-person shooters with the cover mechanic and stuff like that. And you can tell that that the what the mechanic, the way it works, is was developed for a single player. But then they didn't change anything for multiplayer either. It's still the same basic way that it moves, it shoots, you aim down the gun. It's all the same going across all platforms. And I don't think it really changed throughout the whole entire series, mm-hmm. which shows you how spot-on they got it the first time. It's still fun, it's still brilliant, in the same way people talk about Halo and the way that they they enjoy that gameplay. I enjoy Gears of War. I like it. i played it online a few times. Never been much of an online player, but you know they've updated the graphics a little bit. Okay. Um, so, but, you know, it blew me away in the beginning. And I sort of can't, unless you watch side-by-side comparison videos, you always get those rose-tinted specs. Um and it's always been a very handsome-looking game. It was always Gears of War. Oh, I'll get Gears of War 2, because Epic were always the studio that wringed the last piece of life out of it, and then they'd surprise you again. The same way the Uncharted series did on the PlayStation 3. Um, Gears of War really was like the highlight of what it could. And I mean, the architecture and stuff like that is still totally stunning. It's still sort of ten different shades of grey. Uh, <laughs> but it's all done very well. Uh, very nice, very sexy, and I, I really enjoy it. And um, although I pl- I've played a, a parts of it, but it's not a game that I'm just playing through because I know it's sort of I don't know what it is. I've played the game, I've enjoyed it. It's still brilliant, but it's still Gears of War, and this is what <clears throat> I'm worried about from Gears of War Four is that I think it will be pretty much that everyone will pick it up, and it will it will just be Gears of War. There'll be nothing there that will be like, oh, wow, this is really new. Oh, this is setting the series off in a new angle. Or, you know, it's Gears of War. And it, let's be honest, if it did try something radically different, there'd be uproar. People would say, oh, this isn't Gears of War. This makes me feel sick and things like that. <laughs> uh, play WWE 2K16. Oh, my God. I sometimes think to myself, Gareth would love this game. Oh, really? Yeah, because, you know, I'm in NXT. Um I've I've started in a rivalry with Kevin Owens, who's the NXT champ. Um, Triple H tries to get involved. I tell him to sling his hook. 
Um, and hopefully, if I win the NXT title, I can do something else then. I don't know how it works, Gareth. You, you know all this. Um, yeah. Uh, the last game I played today was, I think it was Backlash, Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Triple H, the year 2001, Three Stages of Hell. And I'm sure you can back me up, Gareth, in telling me that that was a fantastic year for wrestling. Uh, yeah, 2001 was all right. Thank you very much. Uh, I yeah. have a question about the Gears of War thing. I feel well, like it's the most, the most basic question, but okay. I actually don't know the answer. Does it contain all three Gears of Wars? It doesn't, unfortunately, Gareth. Okay. You'd, th- you'd think it did, and what I'm saying is like the Halo Master Chief collection. That was a lovely little collection there. Uh, this one, I mean, I'm quite confused as to as to what, if you get what I'm saying, what when you set out to do remasters, what is it that they look at? What do they think? What can I? What's the minimum we can do and get away with? You look at brilliant collections like the Uncharted collection, the Nathan Drake collection, or the Master Thief collection, as Don once put it. Um, that's a fantastic collection. You would say Gears of War is a bit thin on the ground on content. But then at the same time, it does have the PC parts that were missing from the Xbox 360 version. Right. Um, but at £10, you can't really complain. I wouldn't have bought it for £40. But for a £10, you know, that's the price you would pay if it was Xbox 360 backwards compatible on Xbox Live. You know I what guess, I mean? I guess that's true. I just always assumed it was 1, 2, and 3. But yeah. Well, I guess it's not. never assume. No. Uh been playing Devil May Cry 4 again, enhanced game of the year edition, definitive. Um, love that game, Devil May Cry. Oh, I've been playing too much because I've had two weeks off. You know, I've just been sitting here in my pants, eating <laughs> Terma Salata. <laughs> just as Terma Salata. People say to me, "What? what is it? Is it nice? I say, yeah, it is. And, you know, people, I was eating hummus long before people were eating hummus. And I was eating. No, I was. I was one of the Long originals. before those ancient Arabians. No, but you know when people go into restaurants now and they go, "Oh, I'll have some hummus with halloumi," and you're like, "Oh, you're so trendy, aren't you? You know all these sort of ancient mythical Greek recipes that were passed down from generations." You know, mark my words, taramasalata will be the next big thing. But I've been eating it since 1995. <laughs> Were you saying this April. back then as well? No, it was my dad saying it because what he used to do is <clears throat> I don't know if you know what Terramasalata is. Let's pretend that nobody listening knows what it is. Yeah. Nobody listening, let's just pretend that nobody's <laughs> listening. Basically what it is is it's uh, sturgeon eggs uh, with lemon and stuff like that all mixed up into like a pink paste. It's very nice. Um, Jesus, that's like mushed up caviar. Yeah, it's kind of like a poor man's caviar. But caviar um, is disgusting. Don, so I can't imagine this tastes nice. No, you need to get some. Seriously, mm. get it in your life. Jesus. Um, my dad used to actually have fish eggs. Right? They used to be, if he got a, um, I don't know what genre of fish it would have been, um, probably a salmon, and he opened it up, he would say, oh, look, it's got eggs in it. This is, is this something that happened in people's lives or is it just me? It's just you. Okay, so he'd go and he'd get fresh fish, right? They weren't alive. He didn't kill them. He wasn't a monster. And sometimes he'd open it up and he'd get excited because it would have eggs. And what he'd do is he'd scoop them out and he'd put them under the grill. And he would do that. 
And I said to my dad, this is really barbaric. And he said, they're not alive, son. It doesn't matter. But it always looked weird to me. And he'd always eat them and I'd never want to try them. And one day he bought taramasalata as a sort of entry-level fish egg-based product. Um, and I tried it with pita bread. And I always preferred hummus. I don't know why. But I think I overdosed on hummus um, around 1998, um, around when the World Cup was on. And it was very nice. It's it nice to have in the summer. But I think as I'm getting older now, I just want something a little bit more, I don't know, refined. Because, you know, it's like games when everyone starts playing it or everyone starts eating halloumi and stuff like that. You want to move on to something else because you want to be a trendsetter. So, yeah, that's what I've been playing this week. Fantastic. What have you been playing, Don? Oh, I suppose mostly to us. <laughs> I was waiting uh, for it. <laughs> Gareth, what have you been playing? Uh, me, Tomo, and Fallout 4. Yeah. That's weird. At so the same time, probably. So I've been playing. Let's let's uh, let's edit out that bit of silence. And uh, yeah. uh, what have I been playing this week? Well, I'm funny that you should ask, considering that's what this whole section's about. Thank you very much, Don. Uh, a little bit of me, Tomo. Yes. Why not me, Tomo? Um, I was sceptical at first, thinking, oh, God, another fucking app thing, and, oh, God, Nintendo, can they really do this? Why are you guys talking about it as if it's the next thing? Up, now is my time. (laughs) Sorry, Tara Masalata. It's just really kind of weird and quirky and fun, and just it's just Nintendo weird, and everybody likes that. Do they? Yeah. Yep. Just creating your characters to look at, make them look as weird as possible. Like I said earlier, mine's got these weird space ear kind of headphone things. No shirt and a medallion. <laughs> and the smallest, tightest pair of shorts you can possibly imagine. Um, which I think is amazing. Um, so, yeah. All of that. Yeah, but... <sighs> Plus, I mean, the whole thing... I mean, it's fairly simple. You just kind of... You are you get asked to answer questions, so you ask answer them, uh, and then those questions are asked to your friends who uh, you get off social media, um, and <laughs> that's how you get friends. So you get friends. <laughs> Don's telling us how to make friends. Yeah, it's good. Um, and you just kind of you can visit each other's little houses, and you just kind of you're like this little little me who's just wandering around this 3D room, and that's you're just kind of stuck in there forever. It's like you're in a little prison. And maybe one day, if you answer enough questions, you'll be allowed out. I like it because yeah. like, it gives people a chance to be creative and witty with yeah. given very little. For example, Don, I will say, <laughs> yeah. you give a pretty witty answer today. Did I um, really? Yeah, the question was, um, what has moved you recently? And you said the train. <laughs> yeah, and I thought that was good. quite good. It's quite Fantastic good. of me, I'm, I'm impressing myself. See, it's little things like that. It's it's always the things where you you're restricted in what you can do that the most creativity comes out of. Like Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Twitter, indie films, all that kind of stuff. Um, and that's what this kind of is. Um, although it's got a really high gloss finish on it, it looks really good. I'm surprised at how good it, it looks on a, on a phone. I wasn't expecting all the 3D stuff and the moving and the voice. Yeah. talks to you. You get to kind of choose the tone and pitch of the voice of your character, um, which is quite weird because you do it by selecting how kind of enthusiastic it is and how happy your character is and stuff, rather than just choosing the tone of the voice. It's uh, based on what you want your character to kind of be represented as. It's kind of just weird but cool at the same time. 
Um, yeah, and it's yeah. You basically just go around, you answer questions to collect coins, and you use those coins to buy new outfits and stuff. Um, you can take part in these kind of weekly events that go on. Oh, and just, you know, it's just funny. Apart from anything. Just... Who, who's Angie Pange, and is it worth me trying to pursue her, Gareth? <laughs> um, no, it's not worth you trying to pursue her, and she's the designer who designed our podcast logo. I'm friends with on Facebook. Okay, and her name is Angie. No. Nope. Ange? No. <laughs> I'll just talk to it. What is your problem with me talking to people? <laughs> you know exactly what my problem with you talking to people is. Why did you take credit for her making the podcast logo? I didn't. Okay. <laughs> I'll have to think about it. I'm just drawing a picture of you, Gareth, going through a forest chasing a woman. Okay. It's, it's a good one this week. <laughs> Do you remember when I drew your face on my leg? Mm-hmm. Of a biro, that yeah, was weird. That was. <laughs> so, uh, how's the division? Or have you told Video Gaiden? <laughs> it should be called Video Gaiden. <laughs> Wordplay. Video Gaiden, because they're Scottish. Oh, sounded Liverpudlian. <laughs> well, they're not. They're not far off, are they? No. Um, it's uh, division's gone alright. I've I've hit rank thirty, which is the max level. And <laughs> what? Oh why is that? Why is that funny? Because it's like, oh, fuck! You, you can't just reach the maximum level at everything. <laughs> you can though. But you it just play shows it. you. You play it, and and the the level goes up until the that's what I'm, won't go That's up the problem. Like well, people like Gareth, where they play. League of Legends, you know, it's actually skill, it's hard, but the games you play, it's like, it doesn't matter if you're dead and you're just falling up against your keyboard uh, pad every now and then from the wind that's coming in from the window, you all level up. Yeah, so I've got to rank 30, uh, I'm still only rank 19 in the Dark Zone because I've not played Dark Zone that much, because um, you need a team to do that with, and so I've been trying to be play with Guy and my mate JP oh, as much as possible. <laughs> the way you, don't, you put the guy in a different bracket from your mate. <laughs> and my mate, JP. Yeah. <laughs> guy and my uh, mate. Yeah, so we've kind of been levelling up together so that we don't get too far ahead of each other so we can kind of you know, play the same missions at the same difficulty. Uh, and so it doesn't artificially throw the, them in, uh, the enemies up to the level of your highest ranked um, fire team member and then the rest of you who are like three levels below are just getting slaughtered. That's uh, really annoying. But, uh, yeah, so finish the game, finish all the story missions and stuff, and it's, I mean, it's, it's all right. It's, the gunplay is quite good, but one, you realise after a short amount of time, all the guns are so similar. You either want to use an assault rifle or a fast-firing uh, sniper rifle. Um, and that's, that's really it. Um, and regardless of which one you pick, you're going to add the best mods you can get your hands on so they've got the best ability, the best accuracy, the best critical hit damage and so on and so forth. And so that any auto rifle will end auto rifle, assault rifle, will end up being pretty much the same as any other assault rifle. It will just do more damage when you get a better one. Sounds That's good. Really, which, you know, and the weapons are so oh, they're all fine. They're all you know, for real world weapons they'll work perfectly well and stuff. And the enemies are a bit bullet spongy and stuff in places, but that's the only way really you can play a game like this. Um, but now I've reached rank 30 and done all the missions. The only thing left to do is you get daily missions to do now, which 
a bit harder um, to do the dart zone and get better loot. Um, and if you've got a team to play with, I can see it'd be quite fun to do that. Chasing down people who've gone rogue and then going rogue yourself and you know tag back and forth like that. I haven't done any of that stuff. We've done a little bit, but not for a not for a while because we've been just playing through the main game and stuff, leveling all of our base stuff up. So you so all our bases are now at one hundred percent. So you get all the benefits from all the perks you get from unlocking all the base things. So all basically, the... guys leeching off of you. Yeah, guys, not max level yet. He's no. like twenty five, I think. Um, and yeah, so now I've done that, I'm like, well, the story's you know over, and, and it's kind of in a similar vein to Destiny, although I don't think this is that close to Destiny until will become like Destiny. Um, the story is very quick over, not really much to it. It's a bit predictable. Um, uh, yeah, so I mean, it's okay. So it seems you've maxed it out a lot quicker than you did. Well, I could have maxed out a lot quicker than I did. I, I purposefully, you know, went slow paced and played with a guy. Or... Oh, God. Rob, sit still. Sorry, I was just eating my crisp. Behave. <laughs> and, um. Yeah, so. Uh, yeah, do I want to go back and play through the missions again? I mean, that's. I think the replay value of it. Whilst we all know I do love replaying things over and over again, um, it's. It doesn't have the same replay value. The missions don't, as as Destiny does, like the strikes and the raids and stuff. They're just too uniform. All the, I mean, every area is set in New York City, so they're all, you know, pretty similar. It's all just a bit of the city or another building in the city. And whilst they do look really good, you're still just going through the city's buildings. Um, you know they're obviously limited by their location, whereas in Destiny you've got five different, you know, planets and stuff. Everything looks different. You've got a variety of enemies. You've really got three different enemies in um, the division, and that's it. Um, and you don't, yeah, the best ones, the cleaners who go around with flamethrowers everywhere. You only see them for like the first few missions. Are they Mexican? They're not Mexican, no. Um, but you see them for the first few missions, and then. You kill the leader, and then there's no more cleaners. And they, but they were the best ones. They fl- guys with flamethrowers are awesome. Yeah. Um, even though weirdly, even though you've killed them, you know their boss and everything, um, and then you're in areas where it's controlled by a thing called the Last Man Battalion, who are like basically a bunch of soldiers who've gone bad. The NPC characters that you have to defend or rescue or what have you still say things like, "Oh, the cleaners are coming." Oh, those cleaners are coming, incoming, and oh, we're going to get murdered by the cleaners. No, those are M- those are LMB guys. The the cleaners haven't been around for ages. Yeah. Why have you not got different things to say instead of repeating the same things you've said since the start of the game? It just seems to be the problem in setting it in a realistic, in realism. Yeah, they've you know they've they've limited themselves in that way. Yeah. Um, and I you know I don't know how much you know once I you know I'll I'll do some of the you know daily missions and what have you and. Well, it's going to be a zombie mode, isn't it? There might well be a zombie mode. <laughs> no, there will be. <laughs> I mean, they could do it so that the virus mutates and turns people into zombies yeah. quite easily, uh, which might actually be quite fun. Um, but the gameplay mechanics itself, running around, the cover system, the shooting, you know, it's, it's good. It's solid. It's quite fun just running around shooting the crap out of stuff. Um, and, you know, I've still yet to get a lot of decent weapons I've, I've not got any high end stuff except for the Damascus which is the blueprint you get for finishing the game which is just a pistol um, and 
that's it. So I've got a lot of other weapons to get and, you know, high-end gear. And it's quite fun customizing your character because you get loads of different clothing options. Every time you help out a civilian, they'll drop an item of clothing. As I do. Um, it's not, a, you know, they don't drop it in the way you'd want them to. It's just a standard, you know, something appears. on the... <laughs> A woman takes her bra off. Yeah, exactly. That's what you'd expect to happen, but yeah. it's not that exciting. <laughs> Um, I'm on a quest at the moment to try and get all the pom-pom beanies I can because it's all about wearing oh, a pom-pom that's beanie. Stupid. Now wearing all the pom-pom beanies is fantastic. Um, yeah. I've got a, a Brooker from uh, a Bioshock uniform, so I'm currently wearing a bit of that. Yeah. You know, making it's yourself all about look fashion. And, yeah. Yeah, making yourself look distinctive and or funny or weird or whatever it was quite cool. So it's got a bit of you know quirkiness to it in that sense. But in terms of going back replayability of the actual game. You could do the missions on hard if you want and stuff, but I, how you know, you know, unless you want to platinum it, uh, there's not much point. So it's pretty much because I've seen quite a few people selling it now. So is it pretty much a? It's not going to have the longevity that Destiny has somehow managed doing a similar thing. But Destiny just has that. But something, maybe it's, it's the sci-fi thing with Destiny. They can get away. Yeah. With putting in anything they want because it's sci-fi, yeah, they can be more creative in things. Like they've got weapons that do mental things, and you know, so you can keep people interested in that that way. Um, but they don't have that option with the division so much, unless they do go around the uh, the zombie route. I kind of hope they do. Mm-hmm. No, they will. Yeah. Um, other than that, I've managed to finally sort out Resident Evil Revelations Two control yes, scheme. Well done. So I've been playing a little bit of that. Um, and what I've realised is that I've become worse, either I've become worse at games like You're that, definitely. or it's harder than I remember them being. Probably a bit of both. Yeah, I mean, like it's, I say, you're I, used to a certain type of game now, Don. Well, yeah. I mean, I've played all the, you know, Resident Evil 1, 2, 3, 4, uh, Code Veronica, um, and you know, all that kind of stuff. And uh, it's just been it's such a long time since I've played a Resident Evil game. The whole, the way it moves and the, the switching between the two different characters in this one. There's, bit, there's bits, it's good, but there's bits, I mean, it's obviously it's a bit like Zero, which also I've played and quite liked. But there's early on a lot of things which you have to kind of seem to do un, under timed conditions. You've got to quickly switch between one character to the other. If you don't do it, if you don't do it quick enough, and you know, so you you end up dying, and it's like, oh, which is like, great. Well, it's and then there's there's so many zombie things or whatever they are just appearing really really quickly. You're on uh, the sage, Dom. Sometimes, and you're on, yeah, exactly. And then, but then, you, why yeah. you're trying to fend off with very little ammo or just a knife? The, all these zombies that are appearing from all angles. You've also got to switch characters and be like doing some other action, and then switch back while the other one's getting murdered. And it's just, oh god, this is. Well, you do know um, too in hard. raid mode. Uh, what? Raid mode. What's raid mode? I've not tried raid mode. Uh, it's basically, you know, you like to do things over and over and over and over and over again. <laughs> it's basically that. <clears throat> so you'll get levels that are themed on Resident Evil games, and you go through them. And every time you go through them, you'll unlock better weapon parts. You'll unlock different. It's kind of like the new mercenaries, but it's oh, okay. quite different from mercenaries. I think you'll like it. Very repetitive. You get rewards every time you go through it. So you could basically do the same level over and over again. <laughs> right. I'm not I sure I uh, really want to do that in a Resident Evil game. I think you do. 
It doesn't matter what a game it is, Don. That is your thing. That is it. Wow. Well, we shall see. My gaming time is uh, becoming more and more limited as I keep hunting for a house at the moment. Um, And uh, we'll see what I've got. Yeah, people do it. I know quite a few people that are house hunting. It doesn't sound very interesting. It's really, really annoying. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for listening to today's podcast. Um, Hopefully we'll be back next week, including you, Gareth. Don't go getting yourself arrested or um, in any accidents. Uh, Don, I hope you find your house that you're looking for so you can make your own little nest. Thank Um, you. Hopefully have some children. No. Well, we won't go into that now. (laughs) Uh, And we'll see you all next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Goodbye.